Welcome to Transcending Identity. I'm your host, Nicole Lee, and I am thrilled to be your guide on this incredible journey of self-discovery and transformation. This podcast is designed to help you connect deeper with yourself and transcend the identities, beliefs, and environments that may be holding you back from living your best life. Through insightful interviews, thought-provoking discussions, and practical advice, I speak with incredible people from around the world who share their stories of transformation, transcendence, and triumph. From entrepreneurs to spiritual teachers, athletes to activists, you'll learn how they overcame obstacles and reached new heights in their lives. I will also share my personal stories, insights, and tools along the way. By listening to this podcast, I hope you feel seen, supported, and inspired to live your best life. Thanks for spending time with me today. Your time to transcend starts now. Hey friends, hope all is well in your world. Thank you for joining me on episode seven of Transcending Identity. I'm excited to have my amazing friend and spiritual guide, Dirish Shaktiras, as my guest. Dirish is a London-based yoga, dance, and energy expert, chakra specialist, meditation guide, and wellness business coach serving individuals around the world. Dirish has over a decade of experience in supporting others and energizing their lives, stepping into their worth, and manifesting abundant realities, and he does so through his transformational one-on-one and group programs and experiences. He's also the founder of Euphoria Yoga Dance Training, which helps wellness professionals become more empowered leaders, teachers, and facilitators, and Trailblaze, which is for creatives who want to trailblaze their own business and begin to make the money they deserve. During our time together, Darish shares his personal journey from his darkest moments as a teen to his empowering transformation and becoming a trailblazer in life and business and how he helps others do the same. I hope you enjoy this episode and that it inspires you to believe that you are worthy and deserving of all you desire. Hey, Darish, how are you today? Hey, Nicole, I'm doing so good, better now that we're together. I'm so excited to have you on. I know you're a Tina Turner fan and Tina just passed away. So how are you feeling? You know, honestly, I'm feeling all the feels. I'm feeling the magnificence of who she is, the blessing that she came on this planet and touched me at such a tender age of 15 years old and really spoke to me as someone who was very lost, didn't know what they were doing in life. And seeing her movie blew me away, seeing her strength, her conviction, her resilience and how she owned her trauma and pain and transformed it into love and a new way of life was Mm. so immaculate to me to see that's the possibility of somebody who's come from a very hard life, hard struggles to be able to turn that around and begin to stand in her sovereignty as as a divine human being to be able to share her gift to the world was totally extraordinary to me. I've never seen anything like that, you know? And then I was so touched by that that I went to read her story even more. And at the time, I was so, so led by other people, by my family, by like, this is what I should do. And I'm just like, but that doesn't, I don't connect with that. But she spoke to me because of 
her practice of what that looked like, what she would do on a daily basis is go into this Buddhist practice of reciting this mantra. And I was like, what is she doing? Because whatever she did to get to where she got, I want some of that, right? So I began my journey at 15 and I was reciting this mantra like constantly daily. I didn't know what I was doing it for, but I knew that it spoke to me on such a deep level that I had to get out of my own way or step into my strength or whatever it was because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was going in life. And it was such a poignant moment for me to recite this mantra. I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew the vibrations did not lie because after I did it, I was like, whoa, something's something's different. Something's changed. Or what we say now, something shifted. Mm-hmm. And like I continued to do it and I kept listening to her music. And I didn't I could really relate to her music, but the vibration of what her her music was, was kept keeping me going. And I, obviously I couldn't relate to her traumas and everything, but it was the, the not knowing to the knowing is what really spoke to me. And I think in today's age, the not knowing is so big because we're seeing so much projected and pushed out into the world on our socials, on movies, on conversations is like, this is the standard. This is where we need to be. And that can be really frightening for a lot of people who don't know who they are. And yeah. then they try to mask it. They try to to be something and then they fall down and then they stay down because they have no idea how to get up. So what, what was really powerful for me is she showed us how she got up. She showed us, look, this is this is the tool right here that I'm using and this is how you can get up. I don't know. It's not from my culture. It's not from anything, but you know what? It's been presented to me and I will show up in reverence to it every day. I will respect it and I will continue doing it because let me tell you at the end of it, well, there is no end, but I got the epiphany. I was like, I know what to do with my life now because that really? was that was it. That was it. That was what I was going through every day. Like, what am, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Because I have no idea. I'm 15 years old. I'm at school. I'm a, I'm getting bullied. I'm you know I'm I'm getting all the things happening to me, and I think that's what I could relate to her as well. The fact that she was getting bullied, and I was also getting bullied, but she was getting it in a very like on a very daily basis because she's living with her husband, right? And mm-hmm. I was only getting it going to school and back, but still I'm carrying the trauma of that home. I'm just carrying all those feelings at home. How do I transcend it, right? And now when I look back at it, it's like, wow, it's through it's through the practice, it's through the mantra, the chanting is what helped to elevate me and really open my heart and open my eyes to like the possibility of what it is. Now, this is going to sound really like flipping the script now because like <laughs> as a young 15-year-old boy yeah, who was watching Sex in the City. Okay. Right? This is going to sound really like, okay, how did we get so deep into this? But listen. There is a meth- there is a connection to this. I was watching Sex in the City. I'm like, it's fashion. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do fashion. So that's the, that was the huge epiphany of like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. 
And once I got into the fashion, I kind of just stopped doing the practice. And I thought, well, I've got what I needed now. I don't need it anymore. Mm. I just let it fall away. But within that falling away, <laughs> that got me into trouble. That got me into, you know, not following the best way, I would say, or the most authentic way for me, because I got caught up with other people. And again, it's like, I wasn't holding myself anymore in the strength and power anymore. I was letting, I was giving it away unconsciously, not even knowing about it. And that's when it began to kind of, kind of unravel in not the best way. But again, you know, like with these things, you've got to learn, learn, grow, and come back again. You mentioned around being 15, being bullied, not knowing who you are. What did that look like for you? Okay, so there are a few things. So trigger warning, okay? Okay. I was violated at 15 mm. years old, okay? And that took away my power. That took away my power. I didn't know at the time, but I just wanted to hide away from the world. I didn't want to be seen. I chose to be invisible. And I chose to just stay there because out of fear, out of scarcity, right? And that's what really was unbelievably just traumatizing for me. That's, that was horrible. Right? And to have somebody take your power away like that is just, is just the most, it's just the most like heartbreaking thing because I was left heartbroken. And I left feeling guilty. And I thought, did I bring this on myself? Like all the self, like chatter, the, the narratives, you know, I shouldn't have done this and all of that. And I'm like, and I was in a very dark place at 15. I remember going on to chat rooms mm -hmm. and just being somebody else because it felt safe to do so. Mm -hmm. And it felt safe to just kind of like, take another identity and not be myself because I could take a break from being myself in this traumatized scarcity fear state. So I would go on these chat rooms, pretend to be somebody else. And that was feeding me in a, in a very weird, but accepting way that I was able to be accepted by strangers who I didn't know. And it was kind of giving me hope in a way because they yeah. were beginning to see, because I began to develop kind of like friendships and relationships. And then that kind of gave me a, a different way of looking at life. And because I was conversing and connecting with others who been in similar situations to me, like I didn't even know that I was going to be meeting people who had been in the similar position to me, but I didn't ever speak up about it. I was just like, okay, this is interesting that like you've been through something that I've been through, but I was so scared to reveal myself. I was so afraid of being judged, of, of taking on people's advice of what I should be doing. Um, so that was where I was at at 15, confused, abused, fearful, and scared. I thank you for sharing that today because I can't imagine how you felt in that moment and to know and see who you are now, it's bringing tears to my eyes because you are a testament of being able to move through that and be such an amazing human being for others. And 
I would love to know more of how you were able to continue to move through, to believe in love, to believe that others could love you, could see you, could honor you. Yeah, that was, I was hiding for a long time. And I was very blessed to have people around me who, who wanted to be there for me and who wanted to understand why I was hiding. Mm. Because I think if you've hid before, you can recognize when others are hiding also. And at the time I didn't know that. And the more I was kind of gauging with these relationships with other people who I didn't meet, who were just having like conversations on the, on the chat rooms, it felt much more easier to open up. And I think that became almost like therapy for me, mm-hmm. like speaking to strangers and like connecting with them on a level where I could just open up. And it felt very safe for me because I didn't have to see them face to face. I didn't have to like know what they looked like, but we were having this dialogue and conversation. And the more that began to open up, one of my friends, I revealed to her and she was incredible. And she was a true affirmation of love and really held me in that and able to support me. And that was, that was really amazing because, again, it was like a hand held out to me mm-hmm. and I took it. And I was like, look, I've got nothing to lose here because I know that I want to get out of this. And so she took my hand and was just showing me love. It was just so enlightening to me. This was a couple of years later. I think this was like maybe um, after the fashion life. (laughs) And I was like, look, I'm just, I just need a way out. I don't know what to do anymore because it's becoming toxic. I didn't like what I was experiencing. I didn't like how I was feeling. I didn't like how people were treating me. I didn't know about boundaries. I didn't know about like a lot of like self-development tools that I do know now. And my friend, she said, look, you need to go traveling. You need to go find yourself. And she'd gone traveling and she'd come back almost like a different person, like an enlightened kind of person. I'm like, wow, if it's possible for her, maybe it's possible for me too. Like, what have I got to lose? So I went traveling to Southeast Asia and I just went, open-heartedly, open-mindedly to like, okay, what are the possibilities here? And wow, the universe works in mysterious ways because all the things that I'd ever wanted to do in my life was appearing to me whilst I was Mm -hmm. traveling for about three months. And I stumbled across just so many different people, like being in a very busy city like London where I'm from, People don't have time for you like that, you know. Right, yeah. Like that, but like going to a different part of the world, another type of the world where like everyone is very open, very available for you. They're intrigued by you. That began to also open me up a little bit more. And then I stumbled on this yoga retreat. This is something I've always wanted to do. That was pivotal in my journey. That was pivotal because it brought me back to balance that I didn't even know I was seeking. I mean, you know, you must That's be powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you must know the quote, the famous quote, you know, what you seek is seeking you. 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where I was in that moment. I didn't even know I needed this, but like as I said, I was on this journey to say yes to things, to go with the flow, and just just have no rules, have no like obligations, and just be a free spirit. Just give myself that permission to be a free spirit. And during this yoga retreat, there was so many things that I was battling against and pushing against, resisting against, and it was. And the more I kept showing up to it, the more I was like, kind of dealing with my demons, and and finding space for me to breathe again. Finding because I was I was like treating myself recreationally before before like any of these kind of practices I do now. But again, I didn't know I was numbing the pain. I didn't know I was like blocking myself. I didn't know I was escaping from myself, escaping from the world. I think a big thing of that was me escaping, going into fantasy. You know, I think fantasy became really safe because I didn't have to deal with reality. I didn't have to deal with my traumas. I didn't, and I think that's, I think that speaks to a lot of us who are not ready to go down the road of that, who are not ready to face themselves because it's, it's quite, it's very confronting to face your fears. Yeah. And we don't want to go there. A lot of, we don't want to feel pain, but, but let's face it, pain is part of the journey. Like you're going to have to go through it because it's part of the human experience. Everything is not just easy all the time. If it was easy, then why would, how would we know challenge? How would we grow if we didn't go through that? And when you share it recreationally, were you referring to drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you were using that to help escape and kind of separate from the realities of your pain. Yeah, and I didn't know it at the time. That's okay. Mm, okay. Just knew like, okay, this is making me feel good. I'm just going to keep doing this. Like, and it wasn't heavy class A drugs or anything. It was just like smoking, marijuana, just that, and just getting completely zoned out and just not having the motivation to do anything. Mm-hmm. But then like when the yoga, going to the yoga again, it just opened my lungs. It opened my, it allowed me to breathe. I was able to breathe in life into myself and not, push down but let let things just kind of open up and that began to be like such a pivotal moment in my life like and I did like a week of that I'm thinking I need to really check my life when I return back to the UK because I don't want to go back to living life in that toxic energy anymore or toxic people I want a clean slate and I had a dialogue with the universe I'm like this is what I want this is what I want to do when I get back these are the kind of like people I want to be around because I know there's more to life than just a nine to five. I know there's more. There's got to be more because when you're a seeker, you just want to keep exploring and going deeper, especially if you've started to scrape the surface of something. So that's what happened when I returned back. I started doing freelancing with my design work and I was working in a kind of like a yoga spiritual kind of community center. And that's when all the masters came and like everything was coming towards me. I felt like this honestly like a true magnet of being in this hub and having all these incredible leaders, teachers, masters come and provide all their like wisdom and knowledge and workshops and events. And I was just in this place of absorbing, 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 and really filling up myself and having more changes and transformations and upgrades and, and discovering new ways of being, discovering new ways of living, of eating, of like, like a complete detox of a, of a lifestyle for myself. 
and meeting new people and that's big was helping me heal and then when i met my mentor who is basically like i don't know if you've ever seen the matrix and yes right so you you know the oracle i feel like i'm yes the oracle in my life because oh my goodness <laughs> i'm just envisioning that, that. <laughs> <laughs> i know right and i was like whoa she could really read me i literally felt so butt naked like she could just i'm like what but that was going to blow my mind but at the same time i i was working one-to-one -one with her and she was helping me really bring my soul back like something was moving so powerfully and deeply and it was just like i need to go i need to go and see her every week we would go to this really cute bell tower in soho in central london where we would just be like singing and chanting and like oh, wow. like oh it was really freedom liberation liberating so much in me that could just mm. really soar you know and finding my voice because i originally went to her as a voice coach i think yeah i really want to work on my oh, voice okay yeah because i didn't have a voice like i like i said to you like i was still coming learning myself, bringing myself back together, like literally pulling myself back together and working with her one-to-one -one completely did that in such a profound way. And I would be in tears leaving because I was like, wow, the power of who I am is just, is immense. I can't believe I'm experiencing this. Like it completely overwhelmed me in such a, like in so many like motions but I was able to integrate it and just come back to a space where I could feel me again. That felt I could open up to more people. I could express myself much more clearer. I was able to speak up, speak out. And I was able to relate to people more because I was able to open up more. I was very standoffish before. Really? I would I never. I mean, I met you electrified. I know. A lot of people say that because I think once you've made a decision that I'm going to just keep moving forward, mm -hmm. there's nothing going to be holding me back. The past is the past. I'm not going back there. Like, I'm going to keep moving forwards because I haven't done all this work right now to kind of lean back. And if if I can do it, you can do it. If it's possible for me, yes. it's possible for you. And if it's possible for you, it's probable. If it's probable, it's inevitable. That is so beautiful. And that's the place I want people to kind of step into, that space of possibilities. It's exciting. It's, it's nerve-wracking as well, but it's also like, what if? What's possible here? And if you're open like this, open arms wide to the possibilities, and you can stay open, then you're in an infinite flow and there's nothing really stopping you because you're not contracting. And the thing is, when we feel the fear, when we feel anxiety and stress, what happens? We contract, we contract. And then we got frustrated that we're not getting what we used to before. And then through the frustration, that can lead us into the lower vibration. So it's learning to flex the muscles, to, to, to stay open, even if you want to contract and go in for a bit, that's fine. But if you remember to kind of always stay open to the possibility, then you're in that flow. You you start to really expand who you were, your identity. And at what point did you transition out of more of your creative kind of fashion element into now where you are 
So it was an interesting transition because whilst I was working in this center, it was called, it was called the um, Alchemy, the Center for Transformation, right? And I positioned myself there as just working front of house and then, be, and then just doing like side hustling on my, on my design work. I was getting clients through there. And then slowly, slowly, as I was doing all the classes and everything, like I had a lot of teachers that were saying to me, you know, you're ready, you're ready. I'm like, ready for what? Train. <laughs> you're like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Train to be what you like do do? No way. They're like, no, you got it. It's time. It's time. And I was in that place, like, just saying yes. Mm. So I did the training, my yoga training, my dance training, everything. And again, more transformations were happening. And then as I finished, people were asking me, okay, I want you to do this. I'd love you to do that. I'm like, what? Like, I've just qualified. They're like, but yeah, we want, you've got something that we see in you. And that kind of like, whoa. And I was like beginning to like feel the power of like what I'm doing and how that's affecting people. And then the more I kept doing that, I thought, okay, well, if people are believing in that in me, then I'm going to go for it. So I began teaching a bunch of classes, events, workshops. And then I got, again, like just by saying yes, opportunities came to me. I was like doing retreats around the world and everything. And so I would say like, if people ask me who what I do and who I am, I'd say like, I'm a... I'm a teacher, I'm also a mentor and an energist. So an energist is someone that works with energy. And I've been working uh, with my teacher for about a decade on learning Chinese energy medicine, quantum physics, Reiki, all, all of the like the energetic arts and merging it together. What had you hone in on the dance? So I know that's how I met you. And when I tell you, I have never, <laughs> you talk about going into the unknown. I'm like, who is this guy? All I know is how he is getting down. I need to be in the space, right? <laughs> and I mean, the energy, the excitement, the variety of music that I found very fascinating because when I have thought of you know, dance tied to kind of spiritualism. It it wasn't using R&B and pop and, you know, it wasn't the fusion of those. I'm curious how you created this beautiful practice with dance, but also recognizing that it doesn't have to be one type of sound or music or, you know, to really amplify and energize people. Yeah, I mean, for me, I always love the remix. I think it's important to like own who you are and all aspects of who you are and bring your flavor. You know, I feel like when I stepped into this kind of wellness world, whatever, it just seemed a bit bland. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. about like a decade ago. It's just like, what is with this like blandness? And like, I need the funk and the flavor and the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> For me, if I'm going to do something, it needs to turn me on. Because if it doesn't turn me on, it's not going to turn you on. Mm. So and that's, and I love, like for me, I'm like, I love creating soundscapes. I love creating experiences. I think that's where I really thrive because I know my superpower. Okay. And bringing in, because when I was younger, I used to do loads of mixtapes for friends at school and we used to pass it around and everything. And the soundscapes I create, they're very intentional. They're about bringing you into a peak and a rise and a fall, like a bit like the cycles of the, the sun and the moon. And I like to kind of 
to weave it in that direction. So we start smooth and slow and we build, 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 and then we come down to the journey. And I just always, I have a good ear. Like, I've, like I just use all my skills that I have. I have a good ear to know what sounds work with what, what fuses really well, and what's going to take people into the fullness of their experience when you come and work with me. And that excites me because I love seeing when people come to me when I'm working with them, they come to me closed like a little a bud. And mm. then when they leave, they're like open and expansive. For me, that's the best feeling, but also it's so rewarding, incredibly life-affirming as well. I would have never even thought of, you know, the intentionality to that work. It's just, yeah, we're dancing. It's great. It's great music, great sound. But to hear from you, the level of intentionality tied to the vibration, to the individual and what you also know about energetics to, to recognize there's an opportunity to expand that and create a sense of freedom that allows someone also to, because I think about when I went to it, that level of openness, then I was open to whatever you were going to do. You've created this safe container that I can separate from any bias or constraints or restrictions that I may have come in with to literally live liberated. Right. That's what I want for everybody. <laughs> I was like, I feel so free. And I'm like, oh, you're, you know, you're the master of liberation through dance. I love that. Do you know what's really funny? My my star sign is Libra. And Libra mm. comes from liberation. <laughs> oh my goodness. See what happens when you have these conversations? <laughs> so let's segue into what are you working on right now? Uh, so at the moment, I'm now training people to do what I do in terms of like the um, the dance. And my, my training course is called Euphoria Yoga and Dance. Mm, okay. So, um, training people to become their own like leaders and teachers and facilitators. And then on the other hand, I've created something called Trailblaze. It's for creatives who want to trailblaze their own business and begin to make the money they deserve. And that's what I'm passionate about right now as well is like helping people get out of this kind of broke mindset, get out of this mm -hmm. kind of like starving artist or like not good enough to really like begin to live a life where they feel they can earn and be fulfilled and live their best life. Because let me tell you something, there's a lot of, there's so many other people who are just making millions, who are doing it from really toxic places, who are not aware, who are not intentional. And then you get people who are in the wellness and creative world, who do want to create amazing art and who do want to serve people, but who don't feel like they're good enough, who don't feel that they can earn enough because of the stories they've been told or the guilt and the shame and all of the things that come with it. And for me, I want to break that mold. I don't believe we should be living in that kind of poverty consciousness, broke consciousness. We all get to thrive and live because we are born abundant. You know, and I, that's really I'm passionate about because I'm, I'm sick and tired of having conversations with people in my industry about not earning enough, not being valued enough. I'm like, baby, you need to like check yourself and value yourself more and stop going down this downward spiral of not being good enough. Like, I know I've see, I've been there. I've been you. But let me tell you, in 2020 was I'm always going to talk about this because 2020 was the biggest change of my life and for a lot of us as well but particularly for me in my business because I decided and made that decision that I choose not to 
earn less, be less, because mm-hmm. I've got nothing to lose now. Where is the world going now? Because we don't know. We're in the unknown space. But through the unknown came the clarity for me to be like, no, I want to earn more. I deserve to earn more. I know I can help others to earn more too. So that's when things start to radically change for me in terms of how I, in my mindset, how I began to look at money, my relationship to money, and how I how I want to live for the next until I die, how do I want to live? How do I want to feel? If I'm on my deathbed right now, how am I going to feel on my deathbed thinking like that's all I was doing and not not reaching the fullness and expansionness of what I could possibly be? And that was a big wake-up call because I had a lot of time to think. I'm sure we all had a lot of time to think during that time yeah. of the pandemic. And so for me, it's really important, like the mission that I feel is I'm at a position where like, I feel like I'm, I'm earning like a good amount every month now. And I, I can comfortably say that I can honestly say that with confidence because before I wouldn't. And that made me feel a certain way, made me feel less than low than. And again, that's all the stories we tell ourselves and we need to kind of keep looking at that and not bypassing it and really being honest with ourselves and a lot of the time we will bypass ourselves we will ghost ourselves on that because it's easy to do that so i'm really passionate about helping people like you know work through their work through their blocks and really begin to like own a living that's fulfilling yeah and i i love that you're doing that i think the challenge is you may believe it for yourself But if you're constantly surrounded by other people who have the kind of broke scarcity mindset, you start to question, should I really be doing that? And how do I defend this? I think that community and being persistent and perhaps even going out of your immediate circle to find those people. I remember you pouring into me energetically and reminding me of my worth. And I'm curious if, if that's been similar for you of recognizing there's still action <laughs> in ensuring that you start to create the, the environment that's going to support your belief system. 100. Like for me, I recognized that I had to call in what it mm. is I wanted, like call in the people I want to work with. I want to work with like, you know, people that look like me. I want to mm. work with people who are like, who feel the same way or who have a, a passion about something similar to me uh, because I because for me it's easier to relate and I can take you further along the line but also I know how unprivileged it is sometimes for people like us like black and brown people to not be doing this work and they're thinking that it's not for me that it's only for like white people to, to be doing mm-hmm. it right and I want to break down those constructs because that's again that's a belief system like what you keep telling yourself becomes a belief right that's why like what you tell yourself is so important because that's what begins to create your reality and for me when I became super intentional about who I wanted to work with and being open to receiving that start things started to shift and change and I was like yes I'm here I'm here I'm here and my mission is to really help black and brown people expand and elevate through their likes through their business spiritually emotionally mentally all all the layers I want to hit 
because again, like coming back to that possibility, if I can, if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. If it's possible, it's probable, and then it's inevitable. Like I want to break those collective consciousness barriers, and let's all win. Let's all win. All win. <laughs> all win. Before we close, is there anything else that you'd like to share as someone is on their journey of transcending to be their best self? Keep following what feels good, even if it triggers others, even if it makes people uncomfortable. It takes a lot of bravery and courage, but trust me, the bravery and courage is what's going to get you to your dreams. Because without it, you just make yourself small. You make yourself fit in. You make yourself blended. You're not blended. You're born to be bold. You're born to be brave. You're born to do, do it all. Yes. Darish, thank you so much. I thank appreciate you. you. I appreciate <laughs> you too. <laughs> Love you. Love you, deeper. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode enriched your life. If so, please leave a review, subscribe, and share this episode with others. Let's continue to grow together, transcend to new heights, and create a life that truly reflects who we are. I'll see you soon on another episode of Transcending Identity. Mm -hmm.